Debt-free millennials. Cash Kids, we have another special guest on the Cash Kid Podcast today. Just like I'm trying to reach my generation and build a better financial future, she's dedicated to changing the financial education of hers. She's someone who self-taught herself into becoming a financial expert and wrote a book to help us Cash Kids do the same. Stay tuned. The Cash Kid Podcast is underway. So, you got some cash. Maybe from an allowance or that one your grandma gave you for your seventh birthday. Here you go, sweetie. Woohoo! Thanks, Grandma! Whatever it is, what are you going to do with it? Spend it? Hide it away? Or maybe invest it? Let's start learning how to make that money grow. Time to learn how to be a cash kid. Joining us today is Mrs. Justine Nelson. Justine is the founder of Debt Free Millennials and YouTube channel aimed at helping millennials improve their financial situation. She is here to tell us about her financial education book for kids, what she's doing today to help fight for more financial education, getting millennials out of debt, and much more. Welcome to the show, and first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. This is so awesome. Glad to be on the show. Uh, my name is Justine Nelson. I am the founder of Debt Free Millennials, and I help millennials crush debt, achieve financial confidence that leads to more fun and fewer payments. My journey with personal finance actually started when I was a sophomore in college. I was doing my homework at the time when I got a phone call from my mom. And she told me that she and my dad could no longer support me financially through school because she had been laid off from her job. So I was really panicked on what to do and trying to figure out how I was going to afford college tuition. So I did what any other college student did at that time, which was to walk down to the student financial aid office and ask to take out more student loans. By the time that I had graduated, I was $35,000 in student loan debt, and I was just making $10 an hour at my very first job, which wasn't a lot of money to cover my student loan payment and do all of the things that I wanted to do after college. I wanted to live in an urban city in a high-rise apartment. I wanted to go out for sushi and have lots of fun traveling, and I wasn't sure how I was going to do that with so much student loan debt. So it was then that I decided that I needed to take financial ownership and pay it off really, really fast. Uh, we purchased your book, Investing for Kids Activity Book, last year and loved it. We even inspired some of our previous episodes based off the book. Tell us why you chose to write this book. I chose to write Investing for Kids, the activity book, because when I was 10, 12 years old, I didn't have a really good understanding of money. In fact, I thought money was a little mysterious. I had no idea how to earn it, how to keep it. And the only basic teaching principles that I knew from my school was how to write a physical paper check. I don't know if you remember those, but that was the only teaching that I had from school was learning how to write a physical check and uh, how to cash that in. And really, finance is so much more than, than writing physical checks. And I'm not sure if a lot of people do that anymore. So money is constantly evolving. And I wanted to write this book as a way to guide 
individuals and kids on how to access money, invest it, and grow it. Um, so tell us about your website and YouTube channel, Debt-Free Millennials. Why did you start this initiative? Yeah, so going back to my story, I eventually paid off all of my student loan debt in two years, five months on a $37,000 salary. And through that journey and my experience of being very disciplined with my budget, learning how to invest, and really making strides in my career to earn more money, I found more and more of my friends and family were coming to me for financial advice. So I decided to start a business out of it. And one thing that really attracted me about running my own business was that I could use whatever platform that I wanted, which I love that you're using a podcast. And for me, a YouTube channel was the perfect match for somebody who enjoys being on camera, talking about financial topics, and helping others hone their skill set in financial literacy. What's the biggest obstacle you find millennials face in getting out of debt and living payment-free? I think the biggest obstacles millennials are facing right now is just not knowing where to start. There are so many different challenges that people face when it comes to their money that it can be very overwhelming. So just getting that starting point is probably the biggest obstacle that I see. Do you feel there is a lack of financial education given to kids and why? Yes, I do. Knowing from my personal experience growing up in the public education system and going back to the the physical check um, experience, I didn't find that money was accessible and learning about money was accessible from my public education. And so if we were to infuse more personal finance programs inside of our education curriculum, and I'm sure You've, you have thoughts on this too, um, being in school and perhaps not getting that personal finance learning from school, I think having a structured program in place would be so beneficial for kids. Yeah, so what can be done or are you doing to help move the needle in getting more financial education taught in schools? I think the best way would be to come up with a program that can be implemented across our public education system. I think that's kind of the first step um, to get that into the hands of the kids that desperately need it. In addition to that, I love that there are podcasts like yours and video channels out there that can really teach kids how to save, earn, grow, and invest their money. If you can take what we can use inside of schools in addition to what we can learn outside of school, kids are going to go really far. Yeah, so what do you think is different for my generation to consider about our financial future than generations before us? That's a great question. I think one thing that your generation is going to really have to think about is your college education and how affordable that's going to be. So reconsidering your approach to college, looking and actively, proactively looking for scholarships or looking at part-time jobs, and more importantly, talking about the costs of college with your family. I saw a lot of my peers go out of state for school, and it ended up costing them three times as much than staying in state for college. So talking about the benefits and the disadvantages of things like going out of state or staying in state for school is going to be a big conversation that you'll want to have with your family. 
What would you say to parents and kids my age on how to set themselves up for a great financial future? Talk openly about money and talk about money often. Have a family budget meeting. Get involved with those decisions, and then also for parents, allow kids to be part of paying for expenses. And I don't literally mean having kids pay for their own things necessarily. More, more of I'll give you an example. Of、uh, a family who gave their kids forty dollars a piece for the month and said, "This is your monthly allotment for your toiletries, so shampoo,、um, all the stuff that they need to take care of themselves." And so they would give their kids the money and then have them go out and purchase it. And it was the purchase decisions that those kids made was really different because they knew that they had just a finite resource, just a, a budgeted amount of money to work with, and it helps them be a part of the family's decision making process inside of their monthly expenses. So I think that's a really great way to keep the conversations open around money. Yeah. So, what are some ways kids today can start making money and saving it? One of the activities that I have inside of the book is called "Money Is Everywhere," and basically the idea is you already have a skill that you can make money at. So, whenever I'm thinking about making money and starting to save it, think of the things that you already enjoy doing. Maybe you really like toddlers and babies. Perhaps you can babysit, or maybe you're really good at making things in the kitchen. So maybe you want to sell baked goods. Whatever it is, you can take that skill and turn it into a money-making activity. So I would encourage you to just list out all the things that you enjoy doing. Maybe you really enjoy sports. How could you then become a coach for somebody who may be two or three steps behind you? So maybe you're really good at shooting free throws, and you want to teach somebody who may be three years younger than you, and have them sign up for free throw lessons and get paid for it. One issue I feel my generation faces is we want instant gratification. How can we overcome this mindset? Making money, learning a skill, investing, and watching it grow is not an instant thing in the real world. I think you can have both. I think you can have instant gratification and make money over a long period of time. So, one of the other activities that I mention in the book is、um, an activity called "Now or Later," and so it's about one kid, Nicholas, who spends five dollars every single week on candy, and then he saves zero dollars for a game that he actually wants. When his friend Lucy still buys candy, but she only spends one dollar every week, and then she saves the rest for the same game, she ends up saving in a shorter amount of time than Nicholas, and she still got to spend on the fun stuff. So I think you absolutely can have both. It's just a matter of being strategic about how you are saving for the things that you really, really want that may take a little bit more time to get there, and also have fun in the process. You can still spend a little bit of money on the things that you really like. Do it on a cheaper set, cheaper version, and then also spend and save on the things in the long run. Yeah, is there anything we haven't asked you that you would like to share with our audience? 
I think the biggest thing for kids when it comes to personal finance is have a sense of curiosity, which I think kids naturally already have, but get curious about money and ask questions. Ask the adults in your life why they chose the careers that they did. Ask them what's their best piece of financial advice that they would give to a 12-year-old. I think the more curious that you get about those money questions, the more that you're going to have open conversations with adults that are going to be a bit surprised in the beginning that you're asking the questions. But I think it's really a great way to open up the conversations so that you can learn from those around you and learn from the adults who've already been there so that you can make the most out of your financial life. So if you would like to learn more, I highly recommend heading over to Amazon and picking out the Investing for Kids activity book. I think it's a great resource just to get some hands-on learning experience, and you don't necessarily have to have money in order to do these activities. And then if you want to dive deeper, you can check out the Debt-Free Millennials YouTube channel where I talk about personal finance in all different areas to help you level up with your money. Mrs. Justine, we appreciate your time and your expertise. Thank you for joining us on the Cash Kid Podcast and boosting the financial knowledge of fellow Cash Kids everywhere. Cash Kids, we have more terms, discussions, and skills to learn. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Follow us at Cash Kid Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Pinterest. And wherever you are listening, leave a review. We need your help in reaching a larger audience and building the financial skills of the next generation. If you have a question, please reach out to me at cashkidpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll answer it in a future episode. You can also reach out via our website at cashkidpodcast.com. And remember, anyone can be a cash kid. Just have to learn how to become one. Cash Kid, out. The information presented represents the views and opinions of the guest. This podcast does not intend to provide personal investment advice. This content has been made for informational and educational purposes only. To make a full and informed investment decision, we advise you to speak with a financial advisor. And for kids, definitely your parents first before investing. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.